Yo, yo. What's up, my people? Welcome back for the Friday episode edition of the All Things Bengals podcast. Of course, pulling up with the guy, Bengals Drake. Drake, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing great, bro. Uh, 13 days away from the draft, so it's it's heating up pretty, pretty fast. I am ready for this draft. I, I wish it was today. I mean, I'll keep saying it. I wish I could fast forward and I wish it was today, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting Interesting days leading up to the draft, too, you know? I don't think – looking at the guys that, you know, are going to be at the draft, the ones that they announced, it doesn't seem like any of those guys will be getting drafted to us. So, um, at least from, you know, my thought, I think maybe Bijan, but, I mean, that's the only only possibility, I think. But I know that was totally random. But, yeah, bro, I mean, I'm doing good. I'm ready for it. And – how are you doing? Doing good, man. You know, glad uh, we can end up getting this shit figured out. Obviously, a couple hurdles we had ahead of time with the schedule and stuff. So, appreciate you bearing with me. Um, yeah, bro, we're ready to get this shit. So, guys, today this is going to be the mock draft edition. Um, as I concluded in the last episode on Friday, um, kind of just taking it a bit slow right now. This is a bit of a down period, only recording one week. But as I promised on that conclusion, we are coming in with a dope mock draft episode, and that's what we're doing today. We are going to be in a war room type scenario. We're going to go with Drake first and then me second. We're going to run through all seven rounds, and um, we're going to have some fun with this shit. So you ready, bro? Yeah, let's get it. Yes, sir. So you can go ahead and start first. We'll hop right into this shit because we got no news, right? I mean, no news this week? No news. None. Twitter beef? You got Twitter beef? Uh, Is that all over the fucking Twitterverse, I'm assuming? uh, I wouldn't say Twitter beef. I know a lot of people lately are, you know, in favor of drafting a guy like Emmanuel Forbes. I think that was kind of a – in a smokescreen season, you got to be careful with that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So um, I think he's a great prospect. I think he's going to be a good player. But at the same time, you got to kind of weigh out your options at 28, see who's on the board. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Let's see. Um, so I'm going to give a rundown. Pick 26. Drake Burton. New PM. <laughs> Duke yeah. Tobin has been dethroned. What we yeah. doing, Burton? You already, oh, you already know. So <laughs> Anton Harrison was taken a pick before. Um, Bijan went to the Jags. Cansey went to the Vikings. Miles oh. um, Murphy went to the Ravens. Oh, God. The fuck. Dalton Kincaid went to the Bucks. Nice. I mean, it, it looks like Michael Mayer is on the board right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, looking at what we got, we got Brian Breezy. Um, we got Will McDonald, Michael Mayer, Emmanuel Forbes. Um, you know, some of the top guys there. I think at O-line, you got Dewan Jones, Osiris, okay. Osiris Torrance. Is that how you pronounce his name? I think he yeah. dropped a little bit, so that was – you know, okay. one. Um, but to observe I, this, so you got uh, a tight end, you got a cornerback, you got some defensive linemen, you got some edge that you weren't expecting. That's right. nice. Um, and you said you got a tackle and Dewan Jones, you got a guard. So how you feeling about this? Which uh, I'm not to get sidetracked, bro, but like Bijan to the Jags just blows my fucking mind. Like they could low key be. Like, if the Bengals were caught slipping offensively in 2023, 
I would say the Jags could have the best offense in football with Bijan on that fucking team. I mean, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, that that would be insane. So, how you feeling about this, bro? What do you think with the tight ends, tackles, yeah. corners sitting there? Right. So I know a lot of people. A lot of people lately are going after Emmanuel Forbes, which you know he's high on the board here, um, ranked thirty-one. So, not not too big of a difference. You could take him at twenty-eight if you wanted to. Um, I know a lot of people too think it's you know super simple to just draft a tight end in rounds you know two to four and just get a get a middling guy, but. I think when you're in this situation, you're at pick 28. We've seen it with Tyler Eifert, right? The Bengals aren't afraid to spin a premium pick on a tight end. It's yeah. just Jermaine Gresham, right? Right, Jermaine Gresham. It's just it, it has to it has to make sense for them. And I think right here at pick 28, most sense. In I've heard a lot of people say, you know, someone in my family too. I don't you know how serious they are. They said if Michael Mayer's on the board and they pass him up. I will not be a Bengals fan anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, but all that aside, I still think um, I, I've been a fan of it. Running back and tight end early on uh, first two rounds. I'm not saying necessarily that I would go running back back to back um, taking a tight end early, but I think it makes sense here to take Michael Mayer just because um, – He's a hometown kid, right? And he, he's going to get the job done. I really do. I think he's going to be a generational type tight end. I know that's big words, but I, it, it's all over his tape. It's all over his tape. So, All right, so we're in the, we're in the second round now. I'm going to update you on some unfortunate news. Um, my boy, Jameer Gibbs, went to the Commanders. Fuck. Darnell Washington. This is a situation in which, you know, maybe, maybe CJ Uzama gets cut, right? Darnell Washington gets drafted to the Jets. Um, what the fuck, bro? Here's what's crazy. Here's why I would have to, um, you know, go at PFF a bit on this because CJ's dead cap is almost $12 million this year. And uh-huh. his cap hit is 10.1. So, they're fucked. Yeah. But they cannot afford to let CJ go. And I don't know what Tyler Conklin's looked like, but Tyler Conklin was better than CJ. Definitely better than CJ, period. And that's why the reps and the production mirrored that last year. So, and yeah. Jeremy Rucker, I mean, they're just going to give up on him as a third round, like 95th overall pick. So, I hate the Jets for their tight end situation right now, and a pick like that would be. That seems like a Jets move, though, right? Like that just as as much as they like to sign and you know have so much depth at tight end lately. I think that's something crazy that they'd probably do. But um, then you got at thirty four, Cardinals took Dewan Jones. Um, Mozzie Smith went to the Texans at 33. Emmanuel Forbes to the Colts at 35. This was an interesting one. I thought this one is, I feel like, kind of realistic, um, depending on how, you know, hyped up he's, you know, been recently. It seems like his draft stock's a little higher. Uh, Hendon Hooker at 38 to the Raiders. Ooh, what a good pick. Damn. Yeah, but I think my my saddest one's Jameer Gibbs going to Alabama, Sam Laporta to Detroit. So 
Ooh, yeah. that's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, a good at, at, what is that? Is that 40? Um, let's see. That is that's 55. Mm, mm, that hurts so bad. Five away. It well, I mean, even though you're you're not gonna be getting them, I guess now because you got Michael Mayer. So um, I mean, how you feeling, bro? So you're running through a lot of the guys who's sitting there at 60? Did you already pick your guy or no, no. So um sitting here we got and I, I suck at pronouncing his name. Thule. You know Thule, that edge guy from USC? Uh, yeah. Um, got him. You got Tank Dell, um, the wide receiver. You have um, Garrett Williams, cornerback. Nick Herb- Herbig, I think that's how you pronounce it, Wisconsin. Um, Zach Charbonnet, he's there, um, which I, I really do not think Zach Charbonnet is going to be there at our pick. That's why I think it's probably going to be important to draft a running back early, but we'll see. We'll see, you know. Um, man, I mean, this is like a – this is an interesting one because, um, man, I mean yeah, – so, so thinking of the landscape for us right now, you right. get your tight end. Now you're feeling pretty damn good about this tight end room for 2023. And a tight end is not out of the cards for a day three pick. But obviously, you feel comfortable not having to take one now. And it doesn't sound like there's any that are worthy of the pick anyways. So, right. you got a defensive lineman, um, Tui, whatever the fuck his name is from USC. It is hard to pronounce. Um, you got... Um, All right, I just breaking news. Oh, yeah? So, I, I think... Yeah, you know, I don't like to do this a lot. Mock drafts like to keep pretty simple, but this is something I think that you know would kind of make sense. But uh, I traded pick sixty six or pick sixty um, to Arizona for pick sixty six and pick one hundred five. So mm. um, gonna move back six spots. Hey, the Bengals love that. That's a great pick. So who's Man. there now? So now you know you're here in the third round, third pick. You still got Tuli. Um, you, I mean, that that's kind of a guy I feel like could make sense as pick. Um, Tank Dell, he's still there. Garrett Williams, Zach Charbonnet is still there. Uh, Andre Carter, the edge. You have Isaiah McGuire. Um, I mean, yeah, man. That- with Isaiah McGuire. Um, I don't know. Uh, Tank Dell, I don't think that's going to be in the cards for them right now. I think Zach Charbonnet is uh, a really compelling pick. But I've heard he's not that explosive. And if you want to talk about a running back that can do a lot but lacks explosion, that's Joe Mixon already on your roster. What's that going to look like contract-wise if he's even going to be here? So I don't know how high they are on Charbonnet. And Zach or Tank Dell with this size, I don't think they're into that. Um, Andre Carter, he had a really bad senior bowl, really bad senior bowl. Oof. I mean, looked he, it looked like he could not produce against these players. Mm. Senior bowl, so I don't know if that's going to drop his stock to them. You said Tuli's still there. Uh, that's a that's a three tech edge, right? Lyman, uh, is it saying? I think so. Okay, so he's enticing. I think I'm. I think that's probably the guy. Yeah, I I think he is a quality pass rusher as well. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I mean, think honestly, he's the guard, right? 
Nate Herbig's a guard. Did you say he's still there? Or? Um, no, he's an in though. He was an. He, oh, he is there. He's an edge. Oh, okay. Damn. I guess I'm thinking of fucking. I'm getting Nate's confused, but um, okay. So yeah, bro. I mean, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I think just for the value, and you know, we've seen guys that yeah, have been projected high, right? And this is a guy that I feel like at one point was projecting the first round, you know, early second round, and you get him in the third. I, I think Thule's a great pick here in the third round. Oh, yeah. So early third, and then you acquired 105, you said? Yeah, yeah. So I'm back. I, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so now I'm, I'm picking again in the third round now. Um, yeah. So we got – Let's see, I think this is kind of a position where you're in the third round. You could kind of think about receiver now, or receiver. Um, yeah, receiver, but running back too. Um, yeah, running back. And if it was me, let me know what you think. You know, since you're running this baby. Yeah, I feel like running back is a top priority, or that's yeah. probably interchangeable because now I think you got your three tech right now. You got right. your that can move along the interior in Thule from USC. You got your tight end. You got your polished tight end. So you're feeling good about the tight end room right now. You probably bring back a Drew Sample. And you may not even need another tight end this right. year. So tight end's good. Defensive line's good. So you got offensive line, running back, and um, uh, corner and wide receiver. So how are you feeling with the guys that are on the board? Yeah, so I'll give you a quick rundown. It'll be fast. So we got um like I said, we got Herbig, the Wisconsin guy, he's still there. Tank Dell, uh he's gonna, you know, probably fall to the fourth, surprisingly probably oh. Um Garrett, Garrett Williams. I think these corners and that's why I have a problem taking a corner in the first round because if they're you know, if there's this much depth at corner this late in the draft, I mean you you can't go wrong so Corey Trice um I think running backs are you know kind of important to point out here you got uh Dwayne McBride UAB Tank Bigsby Keandre Miller Sean Tucker Deuce Vaughn Zach Evans who the Bengals met with mm-hmm. um, Izzy uh Abana still there yeah and I don't think I don't think that that's gonna I don't think that's going to be real draft day. Yeah, true. I mean, running that speed, I I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, there you, there's guys that are you know athletic freaks, but can they – Excuse me, I almost fucking sneezed there. <laughs> Try to pull back my seats. Might be, yeah, so what you're saying, yeah, there's lots of running backs there. Garrett Williams is still there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about Tank Bigsby? I I like Tank's big Tank Bigsby, but he runs a middle four five, bro. What? Yes, he runs a four five six as a running back. He's a big body. I just I don't know how I feel with the mid four five, bro. No, no, no. no exactly, because no. I I feel like the the Bengals. I don't think they're gonna sell out for a dude that's got that neck breaking speed or that escaping speed but i think that's what they're prioritizing 
that I feel like that's what they need because they saw last year to the highest degree of they had most things go their way in their in the running game. Not to go down this rabbit hole, but as I always preface, all because they were fifth in overall run block win rate, it doesn't mean the holes were five yards wide open like some fucking 2021 Jonathan Taylor Colts offensive line shit. But they were open enough last year, and so it worked, but they didn't have the explosion. I don't think they want to have that problem again. You know what I'm saying? I think they want to have that again when they have a with a way better run blocking offensive tackle in Orlando Brown, which Jonah is a competent run blocker. Orlando's better. So you're getting even better in the run blocking department. The last thing you want is to have the same shit happen as 2022. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you need explosion. I just I don't know if Tank Bigsby Tank Bigsby is going to be high on their board. Hey, I I get that. I didn't know he ran that slow. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a tough pick. I think. Man, like I'm just trying to figure out because you know I'm picking at 105 next because I you know acquired that pick. So where are you at now? What pick is this? 90. Ooh, okay. You know I. I think I'm going to be crazy. What are you doing? I think, you know, people want to talk about, you know, future, you know, replacements, thinking about Cheeto, Blase, Blase, all this BS, but mm-hmm. like talking about wide receiver. And, you know, even though he's undersized, I think, you know, a year under, you know, the, the Migos could really elevate him. Um, and I know a lot of people like him. So I think I'm going to take Tank Dell here in the third round. No. All right. So now, like that, you didn't pick a running back though, because with what five running backs there, and you're picking at thirteen picks, right. these running backs are going to start to go. But oh, I'm kind, I'm kind of, kind of regretting that pick. But why did I did it, did it backfire? Kind of. I mean, all the corners. I mean, you got Eli Ricks, but I think the corners. Yeah, the corners kind of dried up really fast. Garrett Williams went off the board. Um, I mean, you still got Corey Trice on the board, mm-hmm. so I mean that's not that's not a bad pick. I think corner you got to think about corner here. Yeah, I'm not addressed offensive line, but I do not like this offensive line for real, bro. I I feel like I, a part of me just really feels like they got Eli in their back pocket, and if they don't find a dream scenario with corner. They're just going to call Eli up, be like, yo, here's your 1.5, you know, come back for a year. Then they figure out, figure it out the following year, you know, if, if they need to. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that could happen. So it could, it could definitely happen. Um, so you got, I mean, on the board right now, you got uh, Ivan Pace. Um, you got Sean Tucker. Running back, you got. Ooh. He ran a four three two. Okay, Corey Trice. Uh, you still got Tank on the board. KJ Henry, Isaiah McGuire, Anthony. Wait, Jones. Tank Dell? I thought you took him in the third round. Oh, Tank Bigsby. Oh, oh. T- okay, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is. I mean, this is like you said. I know you can. You can call it whoever. I think in this situation, you know, I've kind of been going back and forth offense, defense a little bit. Um, 
I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna. I'm gonna take defense or not defense. Shit, what am I saying? God, see that's hard, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you just told me about Sean Tucker, and I'm thinking about okay, that's a realistic fourth round pick. But then mm-hmm. you got Izzy still on the board. Like, I, I mean, come on, come on. I feel like they like Izzy, man. You feel like they like him? Yeah, I do. Really do. All right, so here, I, this is what I'm going to do. So I got going at pick 131 next. Um, I, that, so that's what I got to think about right now, right? Mm-hmm. Can I get a running back at, you know, and wait to 131? Um, and should I possibly address corner now? Mm-hmm. I think that. That could be a, a conversation. Ivan Pace. So are you still on 105 here? What round are you in? Four. I'm in four. Oh, okay, so you're entering day three. What positions do you got so far? Let's see. I don't even know if I can check that. I know I, I click oh, on. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. So I took Nathan. I took Tank Dell. I took Thule. And then I took uh, – so round three was Tank Dell. Yep. Round two was Thule, defensive yep. tackle out of USC. Then round one was Michael Mayer tied in. Yes, sir. Perfect. All right. So I, I think I think here, like you said, you can call up Eli whenever, but man, I like Ivan Pace here. I know a lot of people are not super high on him, but. Local boy, nah, bro. He was balling at you. I know, see, man. Local kid. He said he loved the idea of staying, you know, in Cincinnati. That that's, I think that's a great pick. But you talk about the landscape of this defensive line. You're gonna have some moving parts in. I think a dude that you like is gonna see his way out. If that's Jeffrey Gunter, I'm assuming unless if he takes some big step forward as a seventh round pick, odds are not in his favor. Um, he could be out the door. I, I mean, I, I don't think they want to do anything with Cam Sample. I think they like him entering, um, what, year three. Uh, same with Osai. They like him entering year three. Uh, Zach Carter, I think they want to see more of him out of day two. Josh Tupau is pretty much on his way out, I'm assuming, just odds aren't in his favor. Um, and now you're injected with two young defensive linemen. I think can give you some good juice. So I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, so, I mean, according to the rankings, it's a little bit of a reach, but I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna take Ivan Pace here. Okay, let's go. So you, I mean, this defensive line is as good as you want it to be right now, and you've got your tight end, you've got your contingency plan at wide receiver, or even if it's not a contingency, you add that depth, you add a guy. We all love Trent Irwin, but he can't carry the load, you know, and you can't really blame him a ton for that. So injecting, you know, that back into that wide receiver room is big stuff. All righty. So now we're at the back end of the fourth round, almost fifth round. Some surprising stuff took place. Um, Running back. I'm hoping not. Is he, is he a band of Canada went to the Patriots? Oh, I like that. Fuck. <laughs> Ramondre and Izzy not Tank Bixby to the Falcons. That so fucking fits their mold, bro. Tanner McKee 
Stanford quarterback to the Patriots. Ooh, your boy, a... your oh. boy, Zach Coots to the Raiders, the fast man. Oh, nice. Okay. You know who I, I'm trying to find real quick because he was available on the board. Uh-huh. But it looks like he got taken. I want to find him real quick. It's your uh, Riley Moss boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, I feel like he's been falling. I haven't heard a damn word about him. I've not even. Riley Moss, man. Know. Like him. I like him. Yeah, let me know where he Let's see. Might take me just a second. All right. That's so, cool. Quarterback. Oh. That's a good, good oh, fit. Oh, man. A good fit. Yeah, I like that. What a good system, man. Even with the new defensive coordinator. Okay. So, um, Who's some of your top available at the end of round five? So you're thinking, yes. Like I pre, you've got you've got your defensive line stacked, wide receiver as there wasn't a major need for it. You got it tightened up though, tight end good. So you got running back, cornerback, offensive line. The fans are itching for an offensive lineman. Drake, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, GM Burton? <laughs> you know it's. It's tough. Like I said, I do not like – Unless you spend a premium pick on an offensive line early, I don't like an offensive line. Yeah. It, you know, right now, I mean, obviously, right. I'm not a draft expert. These guys are going to know it way better than me. So, um, looking at it, you got Chandler, Zavala from North Carolina State on the board, Anthony Johnson Jr., the safety, um, Corey Trice, the corner, still on the board, Michigan tight end Luke – Shoemaker, it's a shoemaker. Ooh, um, and I, I, I've kind of been thinking about the idea of double dipping. Tucker, uh, yep. the running back, Keandre Miller. <laughs> Who do you like better out of those two? I, I, I don't know a ton about Keandre Miller, but I'm pretty sure the Bengals met with him. Okay. I don't know if the Bengals met with Sean Tucker, but I think I forget our uh, coach Stevenson. I think he went to Syracuse Pro Day or Illinois. I forget where Sean Tucker played. Um, he didn't go to the combine for some reason, but I heard he had a pretty impressive Pro Day. If I'm not mistaken, he may have ran a 4-2-6. Like, this dude has crazy speed. I think he had some injury history, uh, you know, which has potentially dropped his value a bit. I don't know his exact workload in college. That's a big thing for the Bengals. You know, they want to get guys that are ripe and ready to really pop off in their personal careers in their young years in the NFL. Like, I don't think the Bengals want to get a dude that has been a workhorse in college because it's a lot more work on them. You know, who knows how much longer they got. So I, I really don't know. Um, check the profile real quick. You, I think you can click on the name of the guy and pull up their profile, right? Yeah. So it, Sean Tucker, this is interesting. So, Sean Tucker, right? Shades of Jonathan Taylor. Elite juice, shot out of a cannon as soon as his foot hits the ground. He's built like he was carved out of marble, very low body fat. Defenders bounce off his thighs, arm tackles with ease. His cons are his running style lacks creativity on the whole no make you miss ability routinely needs multiple gather steps to make his cuts 
size does it match his running style runs like a 20 plus pounds heavier oh okay but then with keandre miller you have shades of miles sanders bursts of his cuts is uncommon for a bigger back a very sneaky 220 pounds which is evident when when he bounces off tacklers low half flexibility is special he can sink low when he needs to his cons are he runs out of gas in open field, nothing to write home about. Athletically, relatively high cut for a power back at the NFL level. Questionable how his game will translate. Not a power back despite size. Contact avoider, not a creator. A little too uncomfortable coming to a stop, and he got away with it in college. Mm. So, I mean, I, 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 still, I still like running back at this pick. Um, yeah. I do. You also have um, Deuce Vaughn. Um, he's on the board, so I, I just think he's a bit too small. For, oh, yeah, preference right now. Yeah. yeah so I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and make this pick. I think uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take Sean Tucker. Hell yeah, let's go. All right, Bengals fans, we got our fucking running back. Okay, <laughs> chill out. It's Sean Tucker season. I'm kidding. Obviously, Joe Mixon. Oh, you already know. All yeah. right. Now, now we're in the fifth. Now we're in the fifth. I kind of like the board, man. I really – I think this board is nice for a fifth-round pick. You got Anthony Johnson, Jr. The safety's still there. Uh, Corey Trice, the corner's still there. Michigan tight end, Luke Shoemaker's still there. Ronnie Hickman, the safety's there. Um, Keaton Mitchell, running back's there. Uh, they could double dip. That would be interesting. It, it would. I, I don't know if they're going to be looking for a running back, bro. Like, I'm, I'm starting to kind of like yeah. carried away. Quick point. I'm starting to kind of like the idea of a potential bigger role for Travion Williams. Me too. Yeah. So maybe that could happen, you know, and I, I guess we'll see. So, but I, I, I think the 19th is going to be a big, big thing, man. I, I think the 19th yeah. is going to tell us a lot about what the future is at the running back position. And also, you know, Zeke, according to, you know, rap sheet, Zeke's probably not going to sign until after the draft, you know? Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's a world where, you know, I'm wishing best for mix and I hope everything on the 19th goes great. Um, but in a world, you know, you could, you could take a running back late and, you know, sign a guy like Zeke and, still have a guy like Travion, you know what I mean? And like you said, give Travion more workload. I like it. I like the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong. So now we're sitting here at 163. Um, We have 206 and 246 left. Uh, So we signed Irv Smith, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We, you know, drafted Mayor in the first round. I like the idea of double dipping a tight end, but the fact that you signed a guy like Irv Smith kind of makes me question taking a tight end here. I know year one production wouldn't be as much, but maybe year two production, um, you know, could could be a lot. uh, Yeah, I think he had a really good RAS score, if I'm mistaken. Okay, so, I I mean, this is interesting. The fact that I got Corey Trice on the board, the tight end, um, I kind of like safety in the fifth. I know people are, you know, kind of like, huh? But I, I like safety too. I like mm-hmm. 
like the idea of taking a safety. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to make a surprising pick, okay? Let's go. Our fifth round, taking the Michigan tight end, Luke Shoemaker. Look at that, bro. Who would have thought that? Well, it's not impossible. Oh, oh, I like it. I like it. So my guy, Trey Dean, he slipped to the sixth round safety. And you know, shout out Trey Dean. He's with Athletes Charitable, who I work for. So you know, I think that would be a crazy pick if, you know, we could definitely get him on here. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, bro. I mean, so we got we got Bryce Ford Wheaton, the wide receiver, um, Yasir Abdullah, the edge from Louisville, Starling Thomas, the cornerback from UAB, Dorian Thompson Robinson, who the Bengals met with. Could be an interesting later pick. I mean, we, we were talking about, right? You know, early on I kept joking with you like Stetson Bennett season, right? But maybe, you know, that you know, they've been looking at upgrading that backup position, right? I mean, maybe they do like Jake Browning, but bringing in Simeon and did you know? I, I guess this is kind of news that um we weren't able to get to. Uh shout out to James Rapine for this. The Bengals did try to pursue Cooper Rush. Um mm-hmm. He re-signed with the Cowboys. So that was so when they tried to go after Cooper Rush, I thought that would have been very interesting. Hell yeah, bro. That would have been fire. Like I would have loved oh, 100%. I didn't know he was 29. Yeah. Yeah. He's still got a lot of years left. So Yes, yeah, I mean, so what do you think, bro? Damn, UAB corner. Man, I know teams aren't gonna, you know, bite because he's from UAB, but you talk about, you know, underestimating talent out of UAB, Tariq Woolen just last year. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, UAB. Wait a sec. No, nah, no, nah, I'm I'm thinking the wrong school. It's not UAB. Um, uh, he was from fucking U, uh, UTSA University, Texas, San Antonio. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby had to get technical there. But um, so what you thinking, bro? You thinking of um, corner safety? Damn, Josh Wiley slipped to the sixth. Damn, if we didn't take Shoemaker. Damn, that that was my fault for real. <laughs> cool, bro. Schoolmaker's nice. There's no problem. With that. Sure. Um, yeah, I think here I'm taking Trey Dean, the safety out of Florida. Okay. Interesting pick. I think. I think you know you can get a good safety late. You really can in any draft. So I think that's a, a good pick to you know add, get it younger at safety, and you know possibly um, upgrade. Mm-hmm. At some point. So. Uh, so now we're in the final round, final pick. Uh, we got the, the goat Max Dugan on the board quarterback TCU. Um, we got Troy Brown, the linebacker out of Mississippi, Jonah Tave. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, San Diego state, he kind of slipped. So Mm -hmm. uh, kind of an interesting one there. Jake Andrews, the center out of Troy. Not a lot of sexy talent here, but, ooh, yep, I already know my pick now. So, yeah, I think it, in the last round, right, we're talking about value and get a cornerback, and we've seen corners late be able to have success. A guy they met with, Cameron Brown out of Ohio State in the seventh round. How you like it? I like it a lot. So I'm going to go through my draft now. 
see how bad PFF graded me. Um, oh, actually, we did. did like, so Michael Mayer in the first round got an A minus grade on that one. Um, and then obviously we traded our second round pick. We moved back six spots. Got Thule. That trade actually wound up getting a B grade. So the Thule um, draft was an A. Uh, then we take Tank in round three, almost round four. Um, that's an A grade. Then you get Ivan Pace in the fourth. I know that's you know not favored as much, but I I'm confident that he he can bring some juice to this team, right? Oh yeah. Um, so. That, that got a D, but I'm not worried about that. Um, then in the fourth, Sean Tucker got a B plus. Luke Shoemaker in the fifth, A+. Plus. I love this one. Trey Dean in the sixth, an A+. Plus. I, I mean, the insane value there. Trey Dean's a guy that has kind of been going anywhere from fourth to fifth round, maybe a little earlier. So I think to get him in the sixth round is crazy value. Um, yeah. It was Cameron Brown in the seventh, the corner out of Ohio State. A minus grade. I think that was a really, really good pick. I like this draft. Got an A, A total in this draft. Oh yeah. So, so going macro as well. Looking at your positions. Um, run off the positions real quick. You know, and and explain. Um, you know, some of the positions that maybe you didn't hit, and you know. Right. Some- so I I think I think I took an interesting approach this year. Right. Um, no offensive lineman drafted. Mm-hmm. In the- so I, I think that was interesting. We only drafted one offensive lineman in last year's draft. So yeah, I think we're in a spot now where the Bengals, the Bengals should be looking for veteran talent, whether mm-hmm. that's depth or, or whatever. I, I, I'm confident. I, I have a gut feeling that Lyle Collins can come back from this. I know, I know that the injury history, it doesn't look good. It really – the evidence doesn't support it either, but mm-hmm. I think just being around guys that we have on this team, guys that are constantly chasing success and hunger for winning, I think Lyle is going to get right. I think also, you know, you have the possibility of having a lot of guys compete at that right tackle spot, right? So you, you can add a guy through free agency, uh, whether that's veteran after the draft. In this situation, right, you know, you, you talk about, you know, if you did not get a corner in the draft that you like, you can just call up Eli. That was kind of similar to this situation. So uh, round one, tight end, then edge, wide receiver, linebacker, uh, running back, tight end, safety, and corner. So, yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't really um, address offensive line particularly because I didn't draft an offensive lineman premium. I, you know, I could have, I could have took a guy like Dewan Jones early, reached on a guy, mm-hmm. but Michael Mayer was the safest pick, I think. And on a championship caliber team, you can't reach right now. You gotta, you gotta get get best player available in those situations. I really like this draft. I think wide receiver, surprising pick, right? But they they could definitely add to that wide receiver room. Um, there's no question about that. Uh, so I mean, I don't think I. I missed too many positions that, you know, were super critical to, you know, hurting this team or anything. You get, like I said, you get the corner in the seventh round. I think that's great value. Yeah. Um, the safety in the sixth, like you don't have to really address safety anymore. You know, now you have a, a rotation of 
Trey Dean, um, Nick Scott. Uh, then you got uh, God, I'm having Tyson Anderson, Tyson, Max Hill. You you know you got all these all these uh, ball hawks. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. And you got versatility as well. So exactly. I, I like it. And um, if Tank, what's his name? Tank Dean. Tank Dell, Nathaniel Dell. Gotcha. Uh, uh, what, what was what was the sixth round safety you were talking about, Dean? Oh, Trey Dean. Trey, Trey Dean. Gotcha. Trey Dean. Um, look, man, if if he's got some versatility, I think that's absolutely down the Bengals alley. Uh, it, it's like a George Iloka pick. I feel like, like I don't know if yeah. he plays like George Iloka, obviously, but I think just that late, bro, mm-hmm. the value's insane. Like you, you can't go wrong. Um, and now to wrap up, I'll be pretty quick. Bryce Young went number one. C.J. Strout went two. Jalen Carter went three. I think that's pretty, you know, realistic in terms of what could happen. For sure. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the crazy one was Bijan to Jacksonville. Um, uh, fucking boys. The Cowboys took safety in the first round. Brian Branch in the first round. Kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. Quentin Johnston to the Packers. I kind of like that one. Oh, that's some fucking irony right there, bro. Uh-huh. Exactly. They, they realized that they they missed on T. Higgins. T. Himmons. Ain't that crazy, bro, that um, there was like a, a, a GM or someone that was, you know, hidden in the league that said that they would sign Jamar and sign Joe and let T. Walk? Yeah, because you want him. You want T. Higgins. That's why you want him to walk. Yeah, walking's fucking stupid. I mean, I, I, you know what? The only way it makes sense to consider having a guy like that walk when you can trade him is because of the window you're in right now. It's a golden opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Right. But it, I, I feel like, bro, if you have a chance to get value – especially with how good you are right now, make the sacrifice and trade a guy if you are looking to let him walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, get more value to inject a dude for that pick. Add another receiver then. You know, add whoever. Like, and and I get it. You know, you could be like, well, you know, we want to hang on to this talent as, as long as we, you know, can. I get that. But you also get to re up on value in young talent that you can have for longer, you know, cause the timestamp for a T Higgins is going to be 23 months minimum, minimum, because we're going to franchise tag him If it came down to it, God forbid that happens, but that's what it could look like. Instead, you could potentially hit on major value for 48 months, the 23, you know, but that's neither here or there. I don't even want to go down the T Higgins rabbit hole unless it really, <laughs> and that we couldn't sign him, but that's to be determined. Yeah, for sure. Now you want to get in your mock draft, get a little hyped up, and see what I, you- I do, brother. So um, I will preface it with this. I've been trying to work on some uh, trades myself, and some have been hitting. So we'll see exactly how those transpire. So um, you know what? I, I just want to wrap up yours really quick, real macro, then I will go to mine. So GM Drake Burton, new Bengals GM. Yep. Triple, triples his double dips in this draft. You double dip at defensive tackle. Yep. It's line, I should say. You double dip at uh, sec- secondary, and you double dip at tight end. There's nothing wrong right. with 
It's interesting. It, it really is. But I think I think when you when you look at it from our perspective, they kind of besides offensive line, they you know they kind of hit all positions across the board drafting wise. You know, you got your D line, got your corner, got got your linebacker slash edge. You got your um, tight end. You got your running back. You got your corner. The only thing you did not really get value for was your offensive line. But I feel like you can get some some type of veterans out there. I, I really I think there's there's a veteran lineman out there that's willing to willing to you know play for depth. And I just I have confidence in Lyle. I know it's I know it's betting on a lot, but he's a dog, man. He's a dog. He might not be able to you know move you know side to side, but he can definitely still offer some some dog mentality, you know, on that offense. And I, I'm not I'm not worried about it because we've had worse guys. You know, we've had Bobby Hart. We've had you know, we've had these guys where we've seen a long history of just badness, right? And even if even if he's not given us what Prime Lyle was giving us, even an average Lyle, I can take that. I can take that, especially on his contract. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, like I said, I think you can you can definitely double dip in free agency at offensive line. You know, you you can do that. I, I like my draft though. This is actually kind of I'd say this is one of my more favorite drafts that I've done. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome, man. Uh, I think that was a good draft, and um, yeah, man, you ready to go ahead, hop in mine? Let's get it. <clears throat> All right. So, oh my gosh, bro. That is crazy. <laughs> I'm running through. God damn it. Someone's fucking bitch ass car alarm going off. Might be. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah. You, did you, oh, you did hear it or didn't? Oh, I did. You're good. Okay, cool. So <clears throat> look, man, before we hopped on, we were talking about, you know, I personally like pro football network more, you know, for mock drafts and PFF. And you said, you know, I, I like PFF more. And, I made the comment, you know, I just think the trades are more realistic on PFN, man. Look, this dumb ass shit, bro. <laughs> he looks so bad for my take. Hear this shit. So I'm at pick 28, right? And um, I'm seeing a lot of good guys go off the board. Uh, Ravens take a fucking tight end. I swear they should be booted to oblivion. I hate them. I fucking hate the Ravens, bro. They they get Dalton Kincaid at 22 over Michael Mayer. <laughs> Bijan at 19. Keely Ringo at 18 to the fucking Lions. They <laughs> knocking up that secondary. Holy shit. Jags get their um, uh, good cornerback. Devin Witherspoon. Uh, Deontay Banks. God damn it. What's up with the fucking Chargers, bro? I don't really get that pick. Deontay cornerback going there. Um, Quentin Johnston going to the Vikings? Whew. Holy shit, what a good compliment. Um, some edge rushers going. Uh, Darnell Wright at 27. Ouch, that hurts. So, I'm at 28, right? The Ravens call. They say, hey, yo, we'll offer pick 86. 2024 second and a 2024 third. <sighs> and receiver Rashad Bateman. For 28 and Tyler Boyd. What the fuck am I? What What is going on, bro? They want Tyler Boyd? Yeah, bro. Oh, they're crazy. Like, no. Get away, bro. Like, let me see any other dumbass shit I get. This is a little bit better. 
so I've really every fucking mock I've had, I've had the Chiefs offer me a pick. I got pick thirty one offered for twenty twenty four KC third. This is my opinion. I don't think the Bengals are looking for a pick in the following year. They're looking for this year. Okay. So I think right away, if you can't offer right now, we're not taking it. Reject Eagles 30, pick 30 for uh 2024 fourth. Nope. Okay. So on my board, I've got uh Lucas Van S edge. I really like that. You got another edge and no one Smith. Really good player. You got Jalen Hyatt still there. Anton Hanners, Anton Harrison. Uh, lots of receivers. Van, Van Ness and Smith fell to you? Yes. Damn. I really, really. I'm sitting at 35. Another receiver. BJ Ujolari, edge. Lots of edges. Lots of wide receivers. Very little tight ends. But if you're the Bengals, I think you like that. I think you like that. I think if you can add pass rush juice, you make that secondary better. I think it trickulates to the entire defense. So I think round one, I see Anton Harrison here. And Dewan. Hmm. Mm, let me look at some of the tackles here. Blake Freeland's the guy you could take later on. Yeah, yep, I'm in him here. Um, uh, let me look at the edge rushers that are available. Not to get too too sidetracked here. I know I got to hurry up with this. Mm, I like some of the edge rushers that could be available in round two potentially. But if you're going BPA, right, and going for like a guy that's gonna. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, we wanted a guy like George Karloffis last year, right? So, we're talking about guys like that, like Luke Van Ness and – That's Noel. a point, actually. Yeah. Because you never really filled that need. Right? That, that uh, spot that you wanted to get with the George Karloffis. Exactly. And I think, I think Nolan Smith and Van Ness there are far and away better edges – than what you're going to get in the second round, right? So you ask yourself, okay, would I rather get more elite at edge and kind of settle maybe for maybe a different type of tight end in the in the second round? You could still get good value in the second round. I see a lot of mocks where Darnell's falling in the second round to us. I don't know how, but yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah. I mean, that's just the decision because, yeah, you're going to have probably a good next tier of edge rushers in that second round that fit that second round mold. But I think those two guys, bro, those are arguably top 10, top 15 picks. Oh, yeah. Yup. Hmm. What the fuck? My B, bro. My fucking thing is tweaking. Did I fuck up my – man, I fucked up my mock draft. In one round. Then, oh, yeah, then I just try to do it again. Damn it. My B, bro. So I think all that talk – well, a lot of the guys that we just talked about, a lot of them are going to be there. Um, so my B, everybody, I'm a horrible GM. This is my first year. and I Fired. You're fired. Exactly. I'm fired on the spot. Um, that ain't happening. That trade is not happening. You know what? Just for the sake of this, because I fucked it up, um, I'm not going to you know go for any trades. There weren't many appealing ones anyway, so – all right, 
So that's kind of shitty because what we were just considering there heavily, Lucas Van Ness, I was leaning towards him the most. Shit's different now. Um, the Ravens took Van Ness actually at 22. Good for them. Um, damn, Bijan went at 25. That fucking hurts my feelings. Um, Dalton Kincaid to 18 to the Lions. Quentin Johnston to the Falcons. Whew. Nice. Uh, damn, I'm kind of just peeking at the top here real quick. Christian Gonzalez goes at six to the Lions. Good for them. Paris Johnson goes all the way to up at seven to the Raiders. Nice. Uh, Bryce Young, one. Anthony Richardson, two. Will Anderson, three. Uh, CJ Stroud to the Colts at four. Nice. What? Jigba, what you think at 12. Damn, with AR, though. All right. Well, fast forward to hours. All right. Um, Brian Branch at 17 is the highest available, but you got Michael Mayer and Darnell Wright. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So who's available? Michael Mayer or Darnell Wright. Okay. Darnell, the man that's been beefing with people, but then he, he, he made up with Willie. You pay attention to that. He, uh, they were beefing, and then they actually wound up talking it out. And he was like, "He's like, and maybe if I get drafted to Cincinnati, we'll do a podcast together." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's that awesome, man. That's just that. That I mean, that just shows you he's a dog eater. But at the same time, it is a little concerning, maturity wise. Yeah, I mean, being that young, though, I don't think you know the Bengals or any team would buy into that too much. You certainly hope not, but. Yeah, I mean, it potentially could, bro. You know, if anything else sparks up and, you know, any character concerns, you know, are shown across the board from Tennessee's end, um, you know, maybe they could be like, hey, there's a couple red flags here. But, all right, I'm, I'm having a difficult time here because the scenario would be you still have Jonah right now. You still have Jonah. Michael Mayer is a really polished player. To sit at 27th overall, um, let me see the rest of the tight ends here. You still got Michael Mayer, Darnell Washington. That does give me some optimism because you think that the run on tight ends could be later because they're still there, which could have you hopeful that there could be a guy there at 60. Um, look, man, I I'm solving this offensive line. Once I think you get Darnell right, you finally have legit bona fide confidence in this unit. And because you draft Darnell right, you are getting another pick because I think you're going to work to shop Jonah at whatever cost at this point. So I'm taking Darnell at 29. I passed up on Michael Mayer. Some fans are going to be a bit confused, but most fans are going to understand. Um, and he, he, just to clarify, he's my favorite offensive lineman. So he's, I, yep, I, he's mine too at that spot. Value, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple trade offers here. Um, I'm turning down the Browns because they're not, they're offering a 2024. Uh, Texans, uh, they're, they're requesting me to send them pick 60 and 163 for their 65 and 104. I'm going to go ahead and take that. Um, so I will lose my what's one sixty three probably fifth round pick and acquire their early fourth. So we'll go ahead and accept that. Um, you trade swap, but you just get ultimately you know some higher picks. Um, that's an interesting offer, man. They're really 
as I fucked around on, you know, a few minutes ago about the trade offers they're sending me, they're adding a lot of players in here. I'm not looking to add a 31-year-old Charles Leno or, like, even older than that. Washington requested a trade for that. Um, so I'm at 65. I'm in round three now. Um, so, like I said, I traded back uh, six spots. Let's see the tight ends. I don't like me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Tucker Craft went 61. That sucks. Um, oh, my God. Kalijah went at 59. Pain. Pain, bro. The, the pick before we would have picked. All right. Fuck. I forgot I drafted a tackle in the first round. I saw Blake Freeland. Son of a bitch. I was like, damn. All right. There we go. Um, man. What tight ends do you have on the board? You got Luke Musgrave. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that right now. Um, but at round two, you kind of like the value there. Uh, you got running back Zach Charbonnet, Noah Sewell, linebacker. You got a couple tackles. You're not looking for tackle anymore, though. You are finally good right now, at least. You got a couple safeties, not in that market right now. Uh, Owen Papos, a nice linebacker that's pretty versatile, coming off the edge as well out of Oregon or um, Auburn. My bad. Devin A. Chain, um, running back out of Texas A&M, got a lot of speed. Um, let's see. Julius Brent sitting at seventy six. I just don't think the value lines up there yet. Um, I'm, I'm gonna get a bit creative here. Look, I drafted Darnell Wright. I got my tackle. So I'm about to cook up something here. Give me a few moments while I cook this shit. Let's see. All right. Jonah Williams is a fucking Titan. Let's go. So I just traded uh, Jonah Williams in a six-round pick. Jonah Williams in 206. For pick 72 from the Titans. That's like funny. I said, I think at this point, when you finally get your tackle early, especially a guy like Darnell, that you have the most confidence in over a Dewan Jones right now, potentially even an Anton Harrison, depending on you know who's evaluating, uh, you're super confident in this O-line, and that does not consist of Jonah Williams. You got to get rid of him. You've got to. You've got to get rid of that 12.7 off the books. So, uh, trading him is awesome. So I got 65 and 72. Let's fucking go, baby. I'm getting lit now. All right. Um, hmm. Running back. I got to beat this shit up, my B, man. This is taking a fucking time. You know what? I'm going to take Luke Musgrave. I think that's the best value there. You get your tight end, offensive lineman, and tight end. Um. Damn. Ooh. Got a couple running backs here. Zach Charbonnet. Hmm. Make you miss. I'm just reading through this right now. Um, man, I wish I had his fucking 40 on. Like, I could see his speed right now. I don't know his speed. Who? Uh, Zach Charbonnet. Trying to get up for you. Yeah, yeah, please. I, I'd appreciate that. Um, four, five, four. Four, five, four? Nope. Sorry. That's too slow for me. I did not know that. 
Four, five, uh, sorry, but yeah. What's that? Four, five, three, but yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, still running, you know, in the four fives. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, linebacker Owen Papo is still there. So I think you pass on Zach Charbonnet, the top running back on the board. Keanu Benton, um, he's a defensive lineman from Wisconsin. Uh, he's versatile in the interior and can work a bit on the outside. Um, 8.9 RAS score, uh, seeing first step quickness, shoots gaps really quick, generate a lot of uh, displacement against blockers. So just sounds like a really elitely athletic guy. Hmm. Good closing speed. Hmm. So I got my offensive lineman. I got my tight end. I think I will go ahead and take my Ivan Pace there. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Nope. Going left field. We're taking Julius Brents. We're taking the uh, 99th percentile player. Let's see. So, so far I've got Donnell Wright, Luke Musgraves, Julius Brents. You get your tackle tight end corner. Interesting. A 6'4 corner. Yep. Oh, yeah. Big body. Big body. Oh, baby. 92. Ivan Pace is still there. Ooh, Israel Vanikanda is there at 94. Tyler Scott, wide receiver. Zach Evans, A.T. Perry, another wide receiver. This is perfect to enter fucking uh, late night of day two. Um, I think... I think I'm going to get my juice off the edge. I'm going to get my Ivan Pace Jr. I'm going to pass up on Israel right now because I think they got guys that they can like early day three. Now I'm turning down that trade. I'm surprised they haven't traded yet. Um, I'm looking for a running back here. You're starting in day three. Zach Koontz is there. Hmm. Running back Keandre Miller. Uh, his RAS is undetermined, 5'11", 215. Um, he's an explosive athlete with great foot speed, accelerates upfield with ease and has urgency in his steps, has the explosive gear to quickly exit the backfield, and he rode the early tackling angles. I like that a lot. Um, you mind pulling up his uh, 40 for me, Keandre Miller, running back TCU? Yes, sir. No, he might not have ran the 40. Damn. Okay. Hmm. I but, mean, I'm in. I, I might. Give me just a second. All Let's right. See. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of explosion, elite athleticism, a lot of things I like. Says he's not He's not good in pass protection. Okay. Um, But it says from a report – NFL draft buzz. Um, it's saying his forty times a four five eight. Oh god damn! You slow motherfuckers! <laughs> god man, I need speed, bro. Like that's it, man. I just need that speed. No. Holy Trivion. shit! 
on Tucker is there. I just keep seeing the blazing speed, man. Um, hmm. I'm I'm kind of torn between double dipping that tight end here. So to continuously recap, I got my tackle, got my tight end, got my cornerback and linebacker, linebacker slash edge versatility there. Um, man. I think I'm a double dip here. I think I'll go ahead and take Zach Koontz. Obviously, the RAS score, and I think you could, you know, bank on that tight end depth and really sharpen up that room and make it another uh, position of strength. Titans, goddamn, you just – it's Christmas from you guys to me, ain't it? Bro, they – goddamn, why they're offering me fucking two picks? So, I don't know how realistic this is, all right? But pick 131, uh, for my pick 131, they're offering pick 147, 186, and 218, 228. I'm obviously accepting that. So we'll go ahead and move back 16 spots. Um, oh my lord, you got um Alusagoon Aluatimi, Aluatimi, a versatile center out of Michigan. You got Tajay Spears, a running back that I think they really like. Um, you got Luke Schoonmaker. You're not looking for him. You got an edge rusher and Mike Morris. You got Servakia Dennis, linebacker out of Pittsburgh. That's a dope-ass name. Um, Braden Daniels, offensive guard out of Utah. Eric Gray, running back out of Oklahoma. Middling RES score. Don't really like that. And he won't win many foot races in a straight line. Eh, not getting you, sir. Let's see. Um, because I got my tackle, uh, fuck. Mm, nah, I'm, damn it. I'm torn, man. I, nah, I'm taking Tajay Spears. Fuck it. I'm getting my running back. So we are in round six. Quick recap again. I got the tackle. I got the tight end cornerback. Pass rush, tight end again, and running back. So you get four of your five weaknesses. You could beef up at wide receiver depth and running back depth if you want, or really whatever. I mean, so now it's truly BPA. All right. So you take care of first through the first 150 picks, you take care of all your biggest needs. So Rakeem Jarrett. Wide receiver, Maryland. Flashes great explosiveness out of his stance and gets upfield fairly quickly. Can surge the boundary and get outside blocks on screens. He's a 5'11", 192 receiver with the RES score of 8.5. I wonder what his catching ability looks like. Um, quarterback, I'm not taking a quarterback in the six. I'm sorry. Uh, fuck it. I'm going to take the wide receiver. I hit all spots of weaknesses. So you had the weaknesses coming in at tackle. Tight end, running back, cornerback, wide receiver. You got them all. So I think they're feeling pretty good in this scenario. Ooh. Passing game fail to live up. Mahim. Eight yards. Holy shit. Came up just one touchdown shy. Reading on this running back here. Hmm. 
Edge Brock Martin. Oh my God, two point five res score. Sorry, bro. Um, ooh, Josh Wiley. Fuck, I already took two tight ends. Uh, Anthony Johnson. What are you looking like, little bro? Anthony Johnson, safety. Um, yeah. Uh, 8.5 RES score. Elijah Higgins, 8.9 RES score. Ooh, that's a little early. Um, um, like I said, you love this scenario because you draft all your needs now. You fill all your areas of weakness. I think the only spot that they're looking to strengthen would be the interior. Um, Nesta Jade Silveria. Uh, the RES is kind of middling. Um, looks like an interior player predominantly. I don't know his pass rush presence. Um, I I think I'll go ahead and um, uh, Elijah Higgins. I like that size, man. Another Higgins wide receiver. How about it? You test 8.9 of the RES meter. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take him. So you beef up that receiver depth in round six. Let's see what we at. I think this is the last pick for us here. Um, Arquan Bush. Oh, my God, that RES. Cornerback out of Cincinnati. Sorry, man, you had a 2.98 RES. I don't know how I feel about that. Hmm. Oh, damn. Evan Hole running back out of Northwestern. 9.4 RES score. Bumper pull. Bumper pull. That's a – I may draft you because your name's sick as fuck. Bumper. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> this is funny as shit, man. I just love looking at cool-ass names. Like, you had Smoke Monday last year. Obviously, Sauce. Man, these names are fun as fuck to look at. Um, Bumper pull. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, Josh Wiley's still there. Fuck, man. Hope you don't that's, go on. Drafted. That's a late round linebacker. They would, they would do. You know how they do that. True, true. Let me see his res. Fucking Mister Bumper. I'm not seeing shit from you, little bro. Um. All right, I gotta wrap this shit up. We've been going for a while. I've been dragging this shit along. Um. Josh Wiley just too stacked here. Uh. Kamari Everett, another tight end from Bethune Cookman. God damn, six seven. That's crazy. R- running back. I, d- I don't know if I feel comfortable taking one. Um, what is a Fernie? Oh, linebacker out of Vanderbilt of and and Fernie Orgy. Orgy. Oh God. Eight hit. Oh shit. So, his abbreviated name would be A Orgy. <laughs> oh my God. You are Bengal, A Orgy. <laughs> hey, 9.3 on the RES score. Linebacker. I think you like it. All right. The results are in. GM, uh, Dawson Fox has dethroned Duke Tobin. Crazy shit happened to the Bengals' FO. And, um, Let's see the results of what he had. So, 28, you take Darnell Wright. 65, you take Luke Musgraves. Before day two pick for the Bengals, 
you offload Jonah Williams. So you t- save $12.7 million straight up. Those are hard 12.7. Okay. You can't move that money down the road. You can't do anything with it. So it's super valuable for a team in this position to offload that cash when you don't need it anymore. So great trade value there. You get picked 72, which you turn into Julius Prince. Okay. So you trade back from 60 to 65 with the Titans through that pick. You give them 206, and you get Luke Musgraves and Julius Brents out of it. So um, you get the tackle. You get the tight end. You get the corner. All elite traits, you like guys that can contribute year one. And another year one contributor could be your 92nd overall pick in Ivan Pace. Local kid, produced, was dominant at UC, and um, can give you some juice off the edge. You know, produce that bottom five sack production unit, potentially raise the tide there. You know, you'd love to see it out of a local kid. So you double dip at tight end to start day four. Zach Koontz, RES score out of 10, Old Dominion tight end. Now you really beef up that tight end room. If you don't bring back a Drew, Drew Sample, you don't need to fret about it. Like you got Irv Smith that can be your star, or Michael Mayer. Or shit, never mind. I didn't get Michael Mayer. Fuck. Uh, Luke Musgrave, Zach Koontz, paired with Thurston Smith. You like that a lot. At 147, at the end of the fourth, you finally get your running back, Tajay Spears. Um, you like that super explosive. Um, not an insanely big guy, just a bit over 200, 5'11". But you like that. What if we talked about ad nauseum, bro? Explosion. We need a guy that can threat you with game-breaking speed. Like a Jamar Chase on the outside, certainly not everybody's Jamar Chase, but speed-wise, Tajay Spears has got a lot of that. So you like that pick at 147. And you double-dip a wide receiver in rounds, um, I think, six and seven. Rakeem Jarrett um, is a 5'11 receiver that's got a lot of speed, can work on the inside and maybe a bit outside. Then you double-dip on another uh, Higgins wide receiver. Why not keep the tradition going? 228, and he's 6'3". And uh, he's got a lot of speed, and he's a 9 out of 10 on the RAS. And uh, I got a couple fucking ads in my way here. Looking at pick 246, a Fernie Orgy. A Orgy at 246. Finally done, man. I see why these fucking GMs and coaches are so exhausted after the draft. So, so don't don't clear that out. Send me that uh, your mock draft. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna put together like a little graphic or something. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. Sure. All right, let me uh, screenshot this shit real quick. Oh, one. All right. Yeah, I'll go ahead and send that over to you soon. So, all right, man. Um, what do you think about? It? What do you think about it? You like it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was an interesting draft. I mean, both of ours, I feel like, were different. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I think, I think it was a a fun little draft, man. It's it's gonna be interesting. I, I thought some of our trades made sense, like the both of us in the second round, we traded back couple picks to mm-hmm. eight other picks so i thought that was that was interesting um i think your us both double dipping at tight end was interesting um i like coots for a simple fact that 
you know, he's he was the fastest tight end in this draft class, and he adds a lot of speed in that room. Him and Irv Smith, both athletically freaks, right? So you got two of those guys in the same room paired with. Love it. Man. Uh, did you get Musgrave? Who was it, Musgrave? I, I did in round two. Round one, not good value. Round two, it's all game. Okay. Is he run like a what, like a four or five or something? No, not that fast. Uh, I, I'd have to. Four, four six. Okay. Four six? Four six flat? Uh, four six one. Oh, my God. That's amazing speed for a tight end. I think – this, what is Coons though? Coons was like crazy. Oh yeah, I think he was four six flat. So look, oh, he was four five five. Oh my god, damn! Think about this. So, <laughs> not only do you inject your tight end room with uh, Luke Musgraves, who can do some blocking, you're not you didn't get a tight end that you feel confident with in the blocking game. But overall, what the most important thing is is that. Your offensive linemen are supposed to do the most of blocking, okay? Yes, it's important to have pass protection juice from tight end or running backs. It's important, all right? But we've lived without it. And what else did we live without? Competence on the O-line. So, at minimum, you get your – you're loaded on the offensive line now. I mean, outside of the question mark that you still have with Cordell – but I think there's more optimism than pessimism with Cordell. And you take that with the year two player. I get it. The development, you don't know how much upside there is with his age, blah, blah, blah. You feel really good about the offensive line. And you add explosion all at those spots of weaknesses in the tight end room and running back room. You add explosion out the ass with Tajay Spears to pair with the Joe Mixon if that Joe Mixon price is cut in half or potentially no Joe Mixon. And when that tight end room, that's by far the most athletic tight end room of football. Bro, they all run four sixes, bro. All your TEs. Like, you get no break as a linebacker. You get no easing of a situation going against a young, you know, ripened, ready to burst on the scene in the NFL, Irv Smith. You you have no easy going against young, elitely athletic tight end in Luke Musgraves. And Zach Koontz. You know what I'm talking? So, like, y- you just add firepower. And what does this offense already have an elite level of? Firepower. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Koontz Sr. had 40 catches, 1,060 yards, and nine touchdowns. So, it's like one of those situations where, you know, we've seen later on tight ends come in and develop and come better. So, we're looking at a scenario right there. Like, what if what if Koontz becomes better than Musgrave at some point? Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. I mean, I, I love this draft um, b- because, uh, I mean, I- I'm looking at it now. I- I'm going to count how many picks I got here. One, two, three, nine picks. <laughs> love that. Nine picks and you offload Jonah Williams. I mean, what extreme value. You love that scenario and you take uh, one, two, three. Just three defensive players, six offensive players. What are our biggest needs on offense? Offensive line, running back, tight end, wide receiver. All six of those picks are offensive line, tight end, running back, wide receiver. 
What are your biggest areas of weakness on defense? Pass rush, cornerback. So you get your pass rusher in Ivan Pace that has some versatility off, you know, um, off ball. You get your cornerback in Julius Brents. Elite upside. Still a bit raw, but elite potential. Then you just, you know, take, um, you know, who you believe was clearly BPA at 246 and linebacker of Fernie Orgy, a Orgy. Um, I mean, I, I love this draft. I think your draft was really good as well of, you know, double dipping at the three positions that you did. Um, and to kind of wrap up this draft with some macro points, guys, remember, it. the board falls weird, man. It's not just one team that's involved in picking these guys. You got 30 other franchises that are dictating the way this board goes. So you may have a all-in desire to get a tackle at 28. That doesn't mean that you're going to get the value there. You know what I mean? Like, look at your board, bro. Did like, uh, you got tied in around one, right? You got Michael yeah. Mayer. Yeah. You didn't get a tackle. People could be ripping. Oh my God! How could you not get a tackle? How did the board fall? I mean, right. you already explained it well. It's like it doesn't mean shit's going to go your way. So that's a big thing for people to understand. That's why the draft is such an interesting fucking thing. Yep. 100% bro yeah so that's pretty much it for uh, the mock drafts um, I, um, I'm trying to think I mean do we have anything else to hit bro I'll, I am going to go ahead and send you these, um, these okay. fucking picks in a few minutes so I'll yeah, I, think, I think just you know Monday players report so that's that's awesome you know we Wait, probably... this, this upcoming Monday three days yep, yep. ooh Yep, 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 yep. That's gonna be awesome. I don't know what they're doing, obviously, but yeah, workouts. Um, I wonder if T's gonna be there. I wonder if they're gonna extend T that day, or if they're gonna extend him today, or when are they gonna extend you, T? <laughs> yeah, T. We uh, know you're listening, bro. Like, when are they extending you? Just hit me or Drake up and let us know. <laughs> that motherfucker's probably laughing like he is man and he's probably laughing seeing all the shit going on with his name right now especially in Bengals twitter bro, uh, i think i think he's like i think the Bengals are somehow gonna like shock people and like give him a bag like, oh yeah bro they're about to give him a bag you know what Th that that's something we got to talk about real quick man look we started the episode saying there is no legit news I think the key word in that point is legit. There's been lots of talk this week. As I told you, bro, behind the scenes, I have been off Twitter for a week now. I've not touched it, been involved. It was too much for me. I love so many people on that app. I do not get involved in much turmoil, but I could not handle looking at it on my TL. But I heard earlier this week there was lots of talks that people were convinced that the T. Higgins deal was done. All speculation, nothing tangible. So, me and Drake were talking, yo, should we record a pod on Tuesday? We agreed, like, no. I mean, it's just talk. You know, but the talk means optimism, right? Yeah. You know, like, to, to even say that a T. Higgins deal is done is nothing but an optimistic viewpoint. So, say if a T. Higgins deal is done, bro, behind the scenes. What do you think those numbers look like? Man, like, I, you know what? Good question. I'm going to go check out the 
wide receiver market real quick. And while you're doing that, I got my image of what I think would be a great deal. So I'll preface it with this. I don't think this would happen because you look at um, how much higher the market can go uh, for all players in the next two, three years, really the next two, three years. I mean, when these TV deals are going to hit, more deals are going to come in. The cap hit's going to go up significantly, which means more dollars in these players' pockets. Right now, my best sense being an outsider, having no direct you know, contact with his agent or whoever, I feel that 22 to 25 million is what he's wanting. He really wants an AJ Brown deal. He wants that four years, hundred mil, you know, I think if the Bengals can get for four years at 90, I'm stoked, bro. I'm stoked. 22.5 per. I think that'd be a great deal. Oh my God, man. These boys are getting paid right now. Like, Oh, fat bags, bro. DK, so DK's on a you know seventy-two million dollar deal. Um, three or four years. Um, I do not see no, 20, twenty-four a year, so three years. Wow, only three year deal. God damn, only three. Man, I know who's getting paid eighteen million. Who's that? Deontay Johnson. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, T's obviously a fucking head and shoulders above him. But Chris Godwin's getting 20. Uh, Mike Williams getting 20. Terry That's a big name right there. That's a big name. Right. Uh, what, what T is really wanting to sit between, Mike Williams and A.J. Brown. Facts. Right. It's right there. Right, that's, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yep, right in the middle. So it doesn't that make sense though? Mike Williams at twenty two point five, AJ Brown at twenty five. Like I said, he's gonna obviously want to push along with David Mulligetta for that twenty five mil per. You think it's gonna be a three or four year deal? I think it's got four. I think you got to do four, bro. I think you right. go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in his age, bro. Like he's he said. He's had lingering issues, but no catastrophic injuries, and he's 24. Bag that shit up, bro. Don't fuck around. Or 25, I think. Nah, he's 24. Never mind. He's younger than me. Shit. He's younger than you? Yeah, bro. He He's a month younger than me. It's fucking crazy. He's a 99, baby. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Jamar's like a, almost two years younger than me. I'm like, oh, my God. It's crazy. I'm at that age now. It's gonna it's gonna hit you, bro. How old are you? Twenty. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's already. I've already been looking at people and like, damn. And they're my age. Yeah. Oh, just wait, bro. Next year, you're like, dude, that dude is younger than me. It's gonna hit you, bro. So but, if you gave if you gave T twenty three a year, you get four years, ninety two million. I'm fine with that. Let's go. I, I love it. I think that's a great deal. Look, man, I, I'd I'd even be all right. With four years, hundred mil, I, I just think that's the highest you are going to go. And fortunately, like I said, being a complete outsider, I don't know anything about the deal. I think he's happy with that because that was like top seven wide receiver money. Yeah, I mean, you just like it, it's crazy to think about, man. Like, it's, I mean, Chase is going to be wanting next for thirty million probably. You know, like if he's especially, uh-huh. 
numbers wise, if he even because I know, I know for a fact, bro. I, I did these stats of you know Jamar's last ten games, and obviously he only played like fifteen games, but this dude like he had he had nearly a thousand again in just a little bit of time. Like he's he's a beast. I think him coming in and that's what's so awesome about. You know these guys. Is it not crazy? We've watched two years of Jamar Chase already. We we drafted this guy, man. We we just drafted this man, and now mm-hmm. now he's in year two, and you know year three is gonna be is gonna be special. So I'm ready yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy to think that Jamar is most likely in a contract year. You know, not not a do or die but a contract extension year. Ain't that crazy to think that it's that quick? Like, I mean, Jamar's getting extended in the next offseason, and he's yeah. going to become the highest-paid wide receiver. I, I could fully expect – I'm not shitting you, bro. It's far away. We'll see what happens. I could and seriously I'm see $35 million a year. I could see like a five-year $165 million. Deadass. I could, yeah, I could see, I could see the highest paid, like, with Burrow and Chase. I think these guys could really be paid, like, historically. You oh know yeah, what I mean? yeah. I think- oh, oh, absolutely. Like, they're, they're Joe's going to become the highest paid quarterback in NFL history on a yearly basis. Full contract is to be seen. Unlikely, it's going to match the ten year of Patrick. Um, and Jamar's going to be the highest APY wide receiver in history as well. Absolutely. I mean, JJ's going to set it this year. Jamar's going to set it the next year. Yep, 100%. That's going to be crazy, bro. I wonder what J.J. is going to get. Yeah, man. Do you think think that we probably have to get the Higgins deal done before they – because they want to probably see what the Higgins deal is to get the Jefferson numbers, you think? Like, or does that not matter at all? I I think it matters. I think it matters a bit, though. But it's clear cut that T. Higgins is not on the J.J. level. And for JJ's camp, I don't know how much they're monitoring that. Uh, plus, they know it's kind of murky right now uh, with how that can transpire because it's not a sure thing that he's going to get extended this offseason. You know, so I, that's my opinion. Uh, maybe they're, you know, looking closely into that. If I'm looking at it, I think they could be seeing something like DeAndre or uh, Devontae Adams and being like, all right, let's go a step above this, you know, instead of what, 28.5 mil. They gave him, you know, let's do because they gave him five years, if I'm not mistaken, something crazy. So I think they gave him like five years, one third. Yeah. I, I don't even remember. Like receivers are really going to make forty million dollars here soon. Like, oh yeah, yeah, bro, give it, yeah, give it a few years. They will be making forty APY, and these quarterbacks will be making sixty. Bro, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. It's crazy shit. So, all right, man, we've been going hell long today. Uh, we were cooking, you know, before the mic was on. Yeah, me and Drake been cooking for about two hours. Um, any closing thoughts you got, bro, before we head out of here? No, man, just get T-paid, man. Just That's it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's T-paid. It's uh, trying to get T-paid season. Um, yeah. Draft is quickly approaching. Uh, me and Drake are probably – what, bro? We'll, we'll cook for a mock next Friday. And yeah. what's exciting Well, is- I think. I think what's going to be interesting is obviously players Monday, right? So that'll give us a little probably to hopefully talk about. And then 
the 19th. That's the big day for Mixon's uh, court appeal. We'll hear some more information on that, I assume. But, Very yeah, true. I mean, it's going to be interesting week next week leading up. And then Friday we'll do the mock. And then right around then, you know, drafts on Thursday, we can probably – I mean, if you want, I'm down to do an emergency episode when we – draft someone just to kind of tap over it real quick and yeah kind of talk about the significance of the pick because i know day two you know we'll have more picks and stuff and but i think that first round pick is going to be important to talk about for sure man yeah we, we could definitely see how that goes um i am being pulled a different a uh, couple of different directions um i think um my homies are going to try to drag me to a uh, uh, place in west side uh, <laughs> Which would be fun for sure. For um, sure. If any of you guys are listening to that, don't worry, I want to go. And I'm not literally being dragged there. But I, I may be busy. Uh, nonetheless, we are definitely going to hop on an episode uh, that Thursday night. So, yeah, we, we could, we probably will hop on an episode on uh, this upcoming Tuesday. We'll have another mock for y'all on Friday. Then, like he said, we are 13 days away from the draft, my people. We got one more mock draft. Me and Drake are not going to soil the mock draft simulations for you guys, okay? There's a lot out there. There's a lot of yep. people that are soiling the fucking mock draft simulation market. And me and Drake will not do it. Hope you guys enjoyed the mock drafts today. Um, and that's pretty much it, bro. Yes, sir. Peace. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you later. Peace.